Hello, and welcome to a studious episode of the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast. I am your stupendous host, Davo. I am a orange belt in the the tournament Kumite trivia knowledge thing. Kells, you gotta nail that thing. I, I, so no, right? I will. Okay. You change the title every I don't know what I'm competing in anymore. I'll figure it out. I thought this was Jeopardy. Is this not Jeopardy? No, this isn't Jeopardy. Can I buy a vowel then? You certainly can. That'll be two hundred dollars. I like to buy. I, I would like to buy an O. Oh yeah. With me, as you you fine listeners can tell, is Green Belt Kells and Yellow Belt Andy. Chilly doodly. That was amazing. <laughs> and as always, our sensei in this trivia tournament, Kumite, Neil. Hey, everybody. <laughs> I'm devoting all my mental focus and energy to the upcoming contest. So introductions will just have to wait. Neil, what is today's topic? Today, we're going to talk about France. France? Everybody's favorite country, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. France. Andy's going to kill this episode. He is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, a, he's a French scholar. I've been doing a lot of research. Siri, yeah. what is France? <laughs> what is France? <laughs> <laughs> is that the first question? Because I'm locked in. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, well. Actually, before we continue, Neil, I I think this yeah. is an interesting question, interesting little subject because all three of us, I believe, have taken French at some point in our our college careers. All the three of the contestants. Is that right? We, we, we. We, you know, what's really interesting about that is I don't have a single vocabulary question on this quiz. Man, oh, thank goodness! Sacre bleu! (laughs) (laughs) And the only one who didn't say anything in French was the one who most recently took French. (laughs) (laughs) Je m'appelle Andy. Azutalo. That's beautiful. Enchanté. Enchanté. We. You know, if, <laughs> I don't know off the top of my head if we have any French listeners, but I'm pretty sure we're not going to once we're done. Oh, my pronunciation is still on point, though. It was. Thank you. Andy will offend them. It yeah. may be Pavo, but. <laughs> Most French teachers quit after me. so as you guys know every week we have a theme in this case it's france and i've got six categories with four questions each each question is worth 10 points there's a few bonuses thrown in and then there's a final question which is worth up to a hundred points and if i recall correctly in our last episode every one of you scored more than 200 points 
And my new goal is to not allow that to happen again. <laughs> right, because that was fun. So <laughs> we can't have that. <sighs> I I was really frustrated by the way you enjoyed that match. <laughs> All right. You guys ready to get started? <laughs> Are you guys ready to start? We. Oui. We, oui. there oui. you go. That's the way to get in the spirit of things. <laughs> Category one. Everybody, one, two, three. Science. 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 Excellent. I love the enthusiasm <laughs> you guys have for science. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I'm. I'm not going to try to get. I try to guess sometimes if you guys are going to have good luck with these and sometimes the ones that I think are really easy nobody knows and vice versa so I, I'm just going to enjoy the journey oh boy <laughs> oh boy question one in science this French scientist invented the solenoid and did a lot of work towards discovering the relationship between magnetism and electricity to honor him the standard unit of electrical current is named after him what is his name? Locked in. Uh, locked I didn't in. know it to the end of the question. Locked. Okay, Kells, what's your what's your answer? Uh Ampere. Andy? Andre Ampere. And Deva. Uh, volt. <laughs> Voltaire. Well, <laughs> I like that. Uh, dang it. Yeah. The Volt was named after uh, Mr. Volta, who I believe was Italian. Uh, the electric current, the Frenchman, is named Ampere. And I just double checked, Andy. The he, you're right. He was Andre Marie Ampere. Because okay, just, just so you guys know, I kind of go by by Jeopardy rules, which is last name is acceptable unless it needs to be more specific. So if you give me a first name and I don't need one, and it's the wrong first name, then it's the wrong answer. So, for example, if you had said Ooh. if you had said Louis Ampere, then you would have gotten it wrong. If you just said Ampere, yeah. it would have been right. So. Just okay. future reference. All right, question two. Jacques Cousteau was a famous popularizer of oceanography and ocean conservation. What is the name of his research vessel? And for a bonus, what American singer-songwriter wrote a song about this ship, which reached number two on the Billboard Hot 100 charts in 1975? Wow. Locked they in. had to throw music in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very curious if Andy backed into that one because of that song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Okay, Devo. Uh, the ship was called the Calypso, and I did not have a guess for the bonus. Okay, uh, also with the Calypso, and I guessed Bob Dylan. Okay, Andy. 
Calypso and it's John Denver. The ship's name was the Calypso and John Denver wrote a song about it. He and Cousteau were, were apparently really good friends. And it's a song about the ship. It's actually, I, 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 I have a soft spot for John Denver. It's, it's actually a pretty good song. It's a pretty uplifting, fun song. I was, do you know, Neil, I was trying to remember is, I don't think the song is called just Calypso, something like Ahoy Calypso or Away Calypso or, or am I remembering it wrong? That is an excellent question. It is called Calypso. It's just called Calypso. Okay. I don't see a subtitle. It was the B side of uh, I'm Sorry. And I think. Ooh, did not know that. Yeah. I, I'm Sorry was number one. And, but then Calypso started getting more airplay. And so it ended up being a number two hit. Question three in science. This 17th century mathematician, inventor, and theologian has had the SI unit of pressure and a programming language named after him. Could you repeat the question, please? This 17th century mathematician, inventor, and theologian has had the SI unit of pressure and a programming language named after him. I'm locked in with a total guess. Yeah, I'm locking in. I'm locking in with the wrong answer. Okay, Dave, what's the wrong answer? Uh, Monsieur C++. <laughs> uh, Kels? I went with Pascal. Andy? I'm going Tonto. That's why I've written down, but I was trying to come up with a way to pronounce it. It's not... I, I don't even know who you're... I don't know who you're trying to get to, but it's not right. Because the right answer is okay. the SI unit of pressure is a Pascal. Oh. Blaze Pascal. To be That'll come in handy in conversation. <laughs> Never know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Question four. This biologist and chemist is sometimes called the father of microbiology in part for his work in bacteriology. Locked in. Could you reread the question, please? I can. This biologist and chemist is sometimes called the father of microbiology in part for his work in bacteriology. I'm locked in as well. Whoa, that just leaves me. Um, no, we. No, no, no pressure. Got it. No Pascal, Andy. No Pascal. <laughs> Zero Pascal, Andy. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. Oh, I'm, I'm Andy, come on. Ray, guys, yeah, hang time. Come on. Don't do it. Hang time. <laughs> oh, there it it's goes. a beaut. Yeah, you, you're going to kick yourselves. Well, Andy Kels. did. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally just did. Kells, I feel like he, he got it pretty quick. I bet you know who it is. Uh, well, I hope it's right. I went with Louis Pasteur. Ava? Louis Pasteur. And Andy, Andy yeah, Pontix. Yes, he discovered how to get rid of bacteria in milk and other stuff, and his name is Louis Pasteur. Milk, yeah, pasteurization. And... Okay. 
Yeah, I know. You know, that's yeah. when you, you get it hot enough to where it kills. You know, yeah. Okay. Right. Just yep. You may have seen it on your mail Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for clarifying, Neil. All right. <sighs> At the end of round one, Kells was almost perfect with 40. He missed the bonus. Andy's got 22, and Davo has 20. Anybody's game. Anybody's game. Category two. If your name starts with a K. <laughs> Category two. Uh, what's the? This isn't the question. Okay. But what, what's the? What do you think is the most famous uh, building in Paris? The Louvre. The Louvre. It is the Louvre. The most. That famous. is category two. Is the Louvre. The Louvre. <sighs> Since 1989, the main entrance to the Louvre has been through a glass pyramid, which was designed by which Chinese-American architect? Locked in. What? Is this a, I said. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm guessing. No, I was talking, uh, Neil, I was talking to Kells because oh. I am incredulous. He got it that quickly. I'm guessing, dude. I'm probably wrong. So, Right. Because I had a thought about this. Uh, I'm locked in. I am going to punt, but I have a, Ray? a thought. Yeah. Well, why don't you just answer your thought then, and then you don't have to punt. Big <laughs> time. Hey, because I don't know a proper name, and it would be considered a wrong answer. I oh. think it's pronounced Freddy. <laughs> I have no idea <laughs> what you think about, but. Andy, what's your answer? I believe the pyramid was designed by King Tut. <laughs> um, yeah. Kels? Uh, just, I guess I am pay. Deva? I punted, but my oh, yeah. thought was, I was wondering if it was the same person who designed the, the Vietnam Memorial. I, I don't know who did that, but the correct answer the gentleman who designed the glass pyramid at the Louvre is I am Pei. Oh, wow. Nice, Kells. Good job. Impressive. And that was, well, that answers my question because the person who developed, who designed the, the Vietnam Memorial was female. So not the same. There you go. I'm trying to remember. There's been a movie I've seen recently, which I know nails it down, that that pyramid plays a pivotal role in the film. Yeah. Probably, uh, the the Tom Hanks movie Dan Brown whatever that was called is the well if it's not gonna show up again in this game then I'll I'll throw it out there no it's not okay the Da Vinci Code yeah thank you well, yes there, of course there was also the Tom Cruise movie uh, Live Die Repeat where he lives the oh, same that's, he that's not the actual name of the movie it's blasted on of the cover. Like, I don't even think the name of the movie appears on the cover of like the the Blu-ray DVD, and it's Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, you know I, what I'm, I, but you know what I'm talking about. about. Yeah. All right. Question two. <laughs> <laughs> the most famous work in the Louvre is the Mona Lisa. What medium was the Mona Lisa painted on? 
not what was it painted with, but what surface was it painted on? Locked in. This feels tricksy, Neil. Does it? Yes. I'm locked in. Um, okay, Deva. See, I think this is a tricksy answer. I think that you're gonna you, you I'm gonna I took the most obvious one and I, I locked in with it, but I want you to know I got my eyes on you since it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the I wrote down canvas. Okay. Andy. I think it's a panel of wood. And Kells? I also went with canvas. The correct answer is a poplar panel. Boom. Yeah, yeah, that was a tricksy. A lot of the a lot of the masters painted on wood. I, th I think it was probably easier to get a hold of and higher quality than canvas. But don't quote me on that. I'm not an art historian at all. All right, question three. In August of 1939, the Louvre was closed for three days, ostensibly for repairs. But what actually happened during those three days? I'm locking in with an answer. Um, yeah, locked I'm, I'm locked in. Okay, Kels? Uh, I went with a piece of art was stolen, and they were trying okay. to replicate it. <laughs> Andy? I'm totally guessing, because it seems a tad early for this, but... They were possibly uh, taking art out of the Louvre quietly ahead of Nazi Germany's invasion. Andy, Armin Devo. I put down uh, a stolen artwork. Okay. Well, as Andy suggested, that was not too long before the the Nazis invaded Paris, and they had a habit of taking a lot of the art and keeping it for themselves. So the Louvre shut down for three days for repairs and moved almost every piece of art out of the building. Wow. I, I genuinely did not know that. I was just guessing from the day. It seemed kind of early for me, but hey. Question four. In 2017, an extension of the Louvre was opened in what Middle Eastern city? I'm locking in with a guess. I'm locked in. Oh, Piscadero. I'm locked in. Okay. Andy? I'm just thinking in terms of a city that would be growing aggressively where you'd be opening something uh, in, in the Middle East, and, and Abu Dhabi is about the only thing I come up with. Ava? I said Riyadh. Oh, that's a good guess. Oh, with uh, New Delhi. Okay. Um, the correct answer is Abu Dhabi. Ooh. That was my first Ooh. guess. Dang it. Andy. Very nicely done, Andy. Thank you. The Louvre kicked me <laughs> in the Louvres. It really did. <laughs> what? I mean, I'm looking. Where, where, where exactly are the Louvres? I'm just curious. Uh, well, they're yeah, ones okay. in Paris and the others in my pajama <laughs> pants. 
I'm looking at the scores here, David, and I see a whole bunch of zeros all in a row. Yeah, that was awful. I didn't do much. And better. what I'm seeing, well, that's true. He didn't. Thanks for confirmation. At the end of round two, we've got Andy with 52, Kells with 50, and Devo with 20. Yeah. I need to, to pause the game right here. This is, I think, I don't know, I'm totally, I think my seventh game overall with you guys, uh, mm -hmm. three or four since I became a regular and a couple as a special guest. I've never actually been leading after a round. So feels good, don't this it? Is kind of a, it does. This is kind of a, a special well, moment. Drink it in, man. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see me, Kells, but I'm doing the Sammy Sosa point of the sky, hitting my heart here. Well, Andy, you you may be all right. The moment's passed. Okay, good. The next category <laughs> you may be pleased to learn is music. I don't know how much you know about French Love music, French. but my wife actually is a fan of a couple artists uh, in French music. Um, I like the Beatles, Michelle, and that's about it. <clears throat> Question one in music. This French electronic duo was formed in 1993, but didn't have their first billboard number one until 2016, which was a collaboration with The Weeknd. Or weekend is the weekend. I'm locked in. <laughs> I'm locked in. <laughs> I'm locked in as well. Oh, 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 oh! I can see them with their big head things. Uh, I kind of picture the weekend getting like saying, Hey, I want to be called the weekend. And he goes and gets a tattoo and the tattoo artist screws it up and leaves off an E and then he pretends like he meant to do it. And that's why he's called what he's called. I'm locked in. Uh, I'm going to lock in. I'm locked in. Okay. Deva, what's your answer? Daft punk. Else. Daft Punk. And Andy. Daft Punk. Correct answer is Daft Punk. How am I supposed to catch up with you, to you guys if you get it right too? Sounds like a personal problem, man. It is. Yeah, quite kind personal. <laughs> <laughs> Question two in music. This pop punk queen was born and raised in Canada, but has dual citizenship in France because her father's French. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I'm, I'm locked in with a total guess. Kels? I'm hoping it's Avril Lavigne. Eva? Avril Lavigne. And Andy? So it's probably not Blondie. <laughs> was that your yeah, answer? That's my answer. A little embarrassed. By wow. That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was so ridiculous. That the sensei didn't even recognize it as an answer. <laughs> well, it was it was a question, or no? It was a. It's, he said it wasn't someone. I didn't know. Yeah. That to be fair, was his yeah. answer or not? No, I locked it with Blondie. Yeah. No. Total. No, she wasn't pop punk. She was just kind of punk. 
and other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but Avril Lavigne is sometimes referred to as a pop punk queen. I would not call it punk, no but... At, my, as, as a fan of punk, I'm kind of offended by that, yeah. but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Not the punk I grew up with. Other people say Blink-182 is punk, too, so I'll just I'll just leave that there, too. Neil, you and I, anyway. you and I are in total agreement here. Good. All right. Let's, uh, let's change gears a little bit. This French composer, sometimes called the first Impressionist composer, although he hated that term, is one of the most influential composers of the 19th and 20th centuries. Among his most famous pieces are La Mer and Claire de Lune. Locked in. I got nothing. Um... Hey, Andy, I got this on vinyl. I've got Blondie on vinyl. (laughs) You know what? Stick with what works. It'll be right eventually. I'm locked in. (laughs) 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 Um, I'm locked in. All right. Andy? I believe it's the pop punk queen Blondie. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Kells. Oh, NBC. And Deva? I believe it's the pop punk queen Pasteur. (laughs) Did did Kells say Debussy, like the actor? No, that's that's Debussy. Oh, okay. (laughs) Was his first name Claude? I was going to say that, but I didn't want to get fancy. Yeah. His first name was Claude. His last name was Debussy. Debussy. I never heard it said, so I'm not sure what the pronunciation is. It's that French guy, Claude Debussy. <laughs> I've discovered this thing that if if I type Google, if I type into Google Debussy, Debussy, and pronounce, someone has created YouTube videos of how to pronounce everything i use that two or three times to get my french pronunciation correct and it's just someone saying claude debussy that's pretty awesome claude debussy (laughs) it's it's really kind of (laughs) weird it sounds like nerdy asmr kind of yeah each each video is like like 10 seconds though oh just string a bunch of those bad boys together you'll be You'll be sleeping in no time. (laughs) Question four in music. Rick DeFay is a French guitarist who played for several years in the early 80s in this rock band, which was struggling with substance abuse and personnel changes. He is credited with holding the band together long enough for the lead singer and original guitar player to reunite and go on to win four Grammys, six AMAs, and 10 VMAs, among others. This might be obscure. Rick Dufay. Um, 
I, I, can, I think I know I could this. Give a hint or two, maybe, but I won't if Andy thinks he knows it. Rick I had a friend that was a fan at the same time. This is when I was listening to 97X WXLP Moline, and this band was on there all the bloody time. Can I have the question one more time, please? Rick Dufay is a French guitarist who played for several years in the early 80s in this rock band, which was struggling with substance abuse and personnel changes. He's credited with holding the band together long enough for the lead singer and original guitar player to reunite and go on to win four Emmys, four Grammys, six AMAs, and ten VMAs, among others. Among other, and things. I would bet the the clue Neil wants to give you would would solve this for you. I'm gonna lock in, and I have a parenthetical to make me feel better. Okay. Is that everybody? Yeah, I'm I'm locked in too. Okay. Uh Dave I I don't feel good about this, but I think it's the police. Okay. Kells. Um, I went with the only like uh French sounding name and came up with Depeche Mode. Okay. And Andy. Would it have helped you guys, if this is the right band, that uh, the other thing that happened to make them popular again was they hooked up with Run DMC and re-recorded one of their songs? It's Aerosmith. You've got to walk this way. Nope. It's Aerosmith. (laughs) So here's one of the clues I was was thinking about giving. The, The album where they got back together was called Back in the Saddle. Would that have helped? God bless best. Back in the saddle again. We're back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I was thinking. Yeah, God bless. <laughs> so the correct answer is Aerosmith. They they started as a band, I think, in 1970 and had several you know, kind of popular uh, albums. And oh, Steven Tyler had uh, pretty bad substance abuse. I mean, he was he was falling down in concerts and not able to get back up. And uh, Joe Perry, um, after probably a lot of fighting, ended up quit- quitting the band, although there's debate whether he quit or was fired. Um, and so they got Rick Dufay to come in, and he basically nursed Steven Tyler for several years until uh, Joe Perry and and the other guy who – forget his name, decided to come back and they went on to very, very successful career after that. We had another lead change. I've got Kells with 80 and Andy with 72 and Devo plugging along with 40. Yeah. You guys watch out. (laughs) Cinderella story. story. So Devo, I was going to tease you by saying that Kells has doubled your score except that in the first round, he doubled your score. And in the second round, both Kells and Andy had more than doubled your score. So I guess I can't really tease you about oh, you being doubled right now. Nope. 
Nope, I've been uh, I've been kicked since category one. I'm I'm low down. How are your lose doing? <laughs> oh. Okay, I think a couple of you are gonna are gonna have high hopes for this next category because it is history. Yay! Well, yes. I guess the history. couple. Is it American right. history? Uh, well, no. It's no. kind of French history. I mean. <laughs> oh. All right, oh. question one in history. Before France was called France, what was the area called? It contained current-day France, Luxembourg, Belgium, and parts of Switzerland, Italy, the Netherlands, and Germany. Oh, I think I know. I'm, I'm locked in. in. Paying attention. No, you know, I think sometimes there's little dropouts, Neil. Um, you know, the other day we did that, you had that animal category with the question about the lions. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until you said the right answer at the end that I realized you were talking about sea lions. Like, I didn't hear the phrase sea every time you said lions. I thought you were talking about actual lions. I don't even remember having a question about sea lions. Anyway. I think Andy hallucinated. No, listen to the show. Because I actually went back and re-listened to it. He says sea lions in Prides. Okay. All right. I'm okay. locked in though. Well, no, I, I think that was multiple. I think it was multiple choice, and it was C. Oh, lions. C lions. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that is going in the show. <laughs> I was racking my brains trying to think of a question I did about sea lions. Oh, oh dude, I don't remember. Sea lions are in prides. That's so good. <laughs> I thought that was. I was confused. I was glad I got it right, but then he. Okay, that's. We can fix that in post, can't we, Davo? Absolutely, oh, sure. <laughs> but we won't. It's possible. <laughs> okay, Kels, what's your key right on? Kels, give me your answer. <laughs> Uh, I guess Gaul. Andy? Gaul. And Devo? Gaul. Correct answer is Gaul. So do you know why? This isn't a question, but do you know why it's called France? <laughs> I don't it's know. Because, uh, it's because the people that lived there were Franks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Which brings That's... us to question two. Charlemagne became the king of the Franks in 768. In 800, Pope Leo III gave him what title? Locked in. I'm locked in. <laughs> I don't... I, I feel like maybe once, once before I knew this answer, but that was... A long time ago, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do this one for the culture. I'm locked in. <laughs> Andy, Holy Roman Emperor, Eva, 
Holy Roman Emperor. And Kells. The God. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Nice. That's good. That's <laughs> nice. In 800, Pope Leo III titled or, or crowned Charlemagne the Holy Roman Emperor. Or it means Charlemagne the God is like over a thousand years old. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> looks great. It really does. Good. He looks good for his age. Mm -hmm. Still performing. Uh, question three. Whose nickname was the Sun King? Locked in. I'm locked in. Locked in. Deva? Louis the Fourteenth. Else? Louis the Fourteenth. Andy. King Louis the Fourteenth. Louis the Fourteenth. Okay. This is probably an easy He's one. He's also the one that said, I am the state, right? I don't know. He that's may have. His famous quote? I believe so. Um, yeah, I think that's him. Question four. Who was elected to the office of first consul in 1799 by an official vote of 3,011,007 to 1,562? In what year? Seven, 1799. I'm locked in. I'm locked in with the only person I can think of from that century. Kels, the... Okay, um, I'm locked in. Okay, Kels. Uh, one with Napoleon Bonaparte. Eva? Oh. Uh, Napoleon Bonaparte. And Andy. Yeah, it makes a lot more sense than Lafayette. I just drew a total blank there. What that? Okay. Lafayette would have been cool, Marquee. though. That's kind of the opposite of what Lafayette was all about, man. It really was. <laughs> really, really. Should have put down Blondie. Blondie was my first guess. Blondie's a good guess. Or Depeche Mode. <laughs> yeah. So the deal was he basically wrote a constitution, a very, very short constitution, which is called the constitution of the year eight, because it was the eighth year after the revolution. And he had three consuls, two of whom were basically advisors. And the first consul was essentially a dictator. They put it to a vote. His brother, Lucien is the, was the minister of the interior who counted the vote. And that's probably why, there were uh, over, it was over 3 million to 1,500 in favor. Probably only about one and a half million people actually voted. But the person who was elected first consul was Napoleon Bonaparte. Ooh. He was kind of a rascal. <laughs> what a rascal. <laughs> what a rascally emperor. A scamp. All right. At the end of round at the end of round four, we've got one ten for Kells, one oh two for Andy, and eighty for Davo. Hard right. charging, guys. Hard charging. 
All right. Question, category five is sports. Question one. Anthony Dablay is a French athlete who has played American, fr American football in the French League and was signed and released by the Giants in 2016, by the Falcons in 2017, and now plays in the German American Football League. He got interested in American football when he played this acclaimed video game on his Nintendo 64 when he was 17 years old. Locked in. Acclaim? Acclaim. Okay. I am locked in. Also locked in. Okay. Uh, Andy, what was your answer? Madden football. Devo? Tecmo Bowl. What? What? Tecmo Bowl. <laughs> okay. Kels? I was torn between Madden 64 and my answer, which I put NFL Blitz. Ooh, I forgot about NFL Blitz. Me too. Well, the correct answer was the NFL Quarterback Club. Oh, oh What? I've never heard of that game. I played it. I mean, it's not good. I preferred other games. It was. I mean, Brett Favre was on the cover. Well, of course, but um, I mean, what are they like? All hanging out in a lounge, ordering drinks for each other, and swapping stories? Is that the game, <laughs> or? <laughs> well, I actually have a bit of a trivia nugget about this. Okay. Oh. The NFL Quarterbacks Club was specifically a group of of quarterbacks that created their own little group, the subdivision that marketed their own stuff. It was separate from the NFL Players Union and separate from your standard team stuff. It was like Dan Marino and John Elway and Brett oh, Favre okay. and Troy Aikman. And it was just a group of quarterbacks who got together and said, hey, we're your, let's make some money on our likenesses and our – stuff so it was this little clump of players that made their own like merchandising deals in various and sundry places huh yeah i thought the most interesting part of this question is that there is both a german and a french american football league i like the, the theory and i the, the french, i like that there is the french league has been around for two or three decades now. I think it started in the 80s, if I remember right. And there's there's eight nice. teams, and it's kind of interesting. All right. So nobody got any points on that one. That was the first time I stumped all of you this, this game. First. Question two. The Tour de France has been an annual event since 1903, except when it was canceled during the two world wars. How many stages does the race consist of? And I'll give you within two for this. Oh, Colby. The number of stages, not the number of days, because they're not the same thing. Yeah. I think I'm locked. I'm locked in. I'm locked in as well. I'm locked in. Okay, Andy. I think there's 20 stages. Okay. Eva? I locked in with 21. And Kells. Oh, is this like Price, of, Price is Right where you just, you just trump me? No. 
I just wanted okay. to make sure I had high teens and low twenties covered. If if Kells cover, comes in with twenty one point one, I'm gonna be mad. Just saying. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I went with twenty twenty two. Twenty two. Are you saying twenty yes. also or number twenty two? No, tw- twenty two. Okay. Um, the correct answer is twenty one. Uh, you are all with yeah. two, so you all get points. Whew. And I didn't realize that it's not a set course. There's like the last stage for the last like 50 years is always uh, around the um, the Arc de Triomphe, I think. But mm-hmm. th- there's times when they've had stages that go into other countries, and, including hmm. the UK at least once. And uh, so I, I guess... I mean, they must have to get on a plane or a, a boat or something and go. They're riding through the channel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question three in sports. How many Olympic games, winter or summer, has France hosted? Ooh. Do we get a range on that one? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Within 20. Uh... <laughs> no, no, not within twenty. I think I got to throw my ass out the window. Says summer. Well, well, just okay. Never mind. Right. I'm locked in. Mm, yeah. Shoot. Well, I can't lock in with Blondie. Or can I'm locked I? In. No, I'm locked in. Uh, I locked in with two, and then I remembered that it was more than that. So, but I locked in with two. Okay, Andy. I locked in with fourteen because of King Louis the Fourteenth. All right, and Kells. I guessed eight okay. because Kobe Bryant used to wear eight. Nice. Cool. Nice. Kells and Devo were equally wrong. The correct answer is five. Ah, what were the five? There were because I remember two in Paris and Alberville. There were the, the nineteen hundred summer, the nineteen twenty four winter, and the nineteen twenty four summer. The oh. sixty eight winter and the ninety two winter. Okay, and they're actually right. they're actually Ooh, scheduled to job. have I think the the twenty twenty four would that be winter or summer. Whatever, whatever they're going to do in 2024. So for you trivia fans, in five more years, the answer will be six. <laughs> <laughs> Let me write that down, you know. Might need that sometime. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question four. This French basketball player has played 17 years with the San Antonio Spurs and plays for the French national team, representing France in eight Eurobasket tournaments and the 2012 Olympics. Locked in. Locked in. I don't watch basketball that much. I'm drawing a blank. um, I'm locked in. I think he's also got, what, three or four NBA championships, too? Uh, He has four. Okay. Devo, what's your answer? Tony Parker. And Kells? Tony Parker. I went with the pop punk queen, Blondie. 
who also has a great jump shot. A lot of people don't know that. Well, if you were right, she would also, here's a trivia nugget, would also be a chevalier in the French Legion of Honor. Except it's not her, it's Tony Parker, who is a chevalier in the French Legion of Honor. I'd put Blondie in the League of Honor. Just saying. I'd put her in the Legion of Doom. (laughs) Meanwhile, in the Hall of Justice... Our heroes attempt to make a sandwich. <laughs> Little bread. All right. At the end of round five. All right, at the end of round five, Kells has 130, Andy 112, and Devo 100 points. It's anybody's game. I'm Kel- the last category is movies. <sighs> hey. Let me just give my points to Kells. You know, I can just sign off now, really. <laughs> if you guys next show, let me know how badly Davo lost to Kells. Hey! <laughs> it's movies. It's Kells anybody. is winning, and we're going into movies. Y'all know movies, too. It, we're smart. I'm the baby. <laughs> you can handle things. All right, question one. I'm off to a good start. Question one. Maurice Chevalier sang the slightly creepy Thank Heaven for Little Girls in what nine-time Oscar-winning movie from 1959? See, this is before Kel's uh, Oscar knowledge. I think I know this. Nine-time Oscar winner. Yeah, this... The movie won nine Oscars. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure I know this now that you said the, the Oscar count. That was a record at the time, but it was beaten the next year. I don't know how many it was nominated for. I'm locked in. Yeah, I'm locked in. Sure. Locked All right, in. start with Andy. Gigi. Deva? An American in Paris. And Kells. The 400 Blows. What? What? The what? The 400 Blows. Was that a movie? Is that a porno? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the Neil. Oddly enough, the correct answer is Gigi. And I tell you, I say oddly enough because Andy got it right and Kels and Dave, I missed it. I, I am astonished yeah. that. Okay. It won, just for the record, it won Best Picture, Best Director, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Art Direction, Best Cinematography, Best Costume, Best Film Editing, Best Musical store, Score, and Best Original Song for Gigi. No acting awards, huh? Uh, no. That's kind of unusual for a Best Picture to not have acting awards, too. I don't. I mean, Return of the King. Yeah, I'm just saying it's not uh, it's uh, not common. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super rare. Question two in movies: French actor Gaspard Ulliel, Ulliel, I don't know how to put it. U L L I E L played what Lithuanian serial killer in the fifth film of the franchise released in 2007? 
looking for the name of the serial killer in the film. Okay. Seraphith. Serial killer. That's finally a. Chucky Lithuania. <laughs> Clearly, he was from yeah, Hong Kong. Probably China. Hello. You're right. Lithuania. Killer. I'm the name of the film. The company I work for does test safety tests for toys, and I would have loved to see the report for the Chucky doll. <laughs> Usually, it's like oh, there's too many in. phthalates that are leaking into the leaking out of the plastic, and and or you know the eye falls out, which could cause a choking hazard, but. Doll tends to stab people in the face with a knife would be an interesting change. <laughs> We'd want to underscore that particular flaw. <laughs> Other than that, it's good to go. I'm locked in. All right, Kels. Uh, I went with uh, Dr. Hannibal Lecter. What? Hannibal Lecter. And David. What? Hellraiser. Lithuanian. It's been like what was the last Hellraiser movie you saw come out? When... One came out last year. It was like it was like it was like really? Yes. They're still doing Hellraiser. Yeah. <laughs> They're still doing it. Hasn't he risen by now? I mean he's raised. <laughs> He is so raised by now. He's he's up there. <laughs> uh, anyway, the correct answer was Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Lecter was not Lithuanian. Yes, he was. He, listen to the accent, for starters. <clears throat> what? So he, left the farm. he has what a hint of an know? accent. I'm... Uh, uh, well, that question thoroughly flummoxed me. Good job, guys. But that really flummoxed me. It did me I, at first, I thought he was talking about GG2, The Secret of the Ooze. And then I remember it's Hannibal Lecter. And then the fifth installment. So GG2, unless they got a whole bunch of fractions in <laughs> the was, middle. GG5, A New Beginning. Well, the really good one was the GG crossover with Hellraiser. That one was. It was. It was. The movie was Hannibal Rising, which was the prequel to The Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal and Red Dragon. And what was the other one? Is it just Hannibal? Hannibal. Hello, so it's, it's The Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal, Red Dragon, Hannibal Rising. That. So what was the f- fifth one? Um. Uh, Manhunter. Man, oh, that was from '86. Yeah. You know, I just looked up this movie because I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" Uh, it got a 15 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. No wonder I have I never, never heard said it was this. a good movie. I was just trying to find some French actors yeah. in recent movies. <laughs> well, you certainly did. all right question three in movies Bridget Bardot was a French actress singer and animal rights activist and 
sex symbol. She acted in many French films and did at least one Western named Shalako or Shalako in which she co-starred with what actor from the UK? Just for the record, this was not a good movie. <laughs> British actor in an American Western. Right? So, say that again, Andy. You're asking about a British actor in an American Western. Yes, an actor from the, an actor from the UK the... in uh, American Western. I'm locked in. An American Western with a British actor. I feel like I should know this. I'm just drawing a total blank. British. I'm gonna guess something. I'm locked in. I'm locked in with a total guess. That shoots United Kingdom. Yeah. Well, given the 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 era, the only prominent British actor I could think of was well, not British, but um, from the UK was Sean Connery. <laughs> so I guess Sean Connery. That's exactly what I did, Kells. I suddenly stopped myself there as I was talking out loud. So actually, the United Kingdom, if you expand that out, I went with Sean Connery as well. Went with Sean Connery. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I thought I got you guys because I, I very specifically didn't say British because he's from Scotland and it is Sean Connery. So when, when Andy, I, 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 and that I know because I said what out. actor from the UK, and then you said what British actor. I'm like, well, that's not exactly what I said. <laughs> yeah, and then very the very last thing I said is out loud, or or the United Kingdom, and, and realized if I expanded that out, I got yeah. Sean Connery. All right, that was a uh, uh, adaptation of a Louis L'Amour book, who was not French, by the way. Louis L'Amour. Yeah, I have never heard of that movie. Neither have I. Okay, the last question in movies and in the regular regular round is the following. Question four. <laughs> question four. This French actor was living out of a car when he got hired as Knickknack in The Man with the Golden Gun. Oh, come on. Oh. Oh, I don't know his name. I don't either. <laughs> I know exactly who he's. Oh, this ain't right. This ain't right. Um, Locked in. I'm locked in. With a joke. <laughs> okay, Deva. Hervé Villachez. Else. Uh, Danielle Bardot. And Andy. Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> would that have been awesome? Come on, think about it. Yeah, he would have been a very interesting knickknack. Yeah. <laughs> the correct answer is Hervé Villachez. 
Who also played wow. also played Tattoo on the um, Fantasy Island. Oh, Fantasy Island. Fantasy Island. Yeah, I never knew his name. So here, he yeah, was I a didn't really know his name either. He was a really interesting guy. He was an excellent painter. He was the youngest painter to be displayed in the uh, the French National Art Museum, I think, or the Paris Museum. Not the Louvre, but the Paris Museum. At, when he was 16, he had art hanging in there. Um, he also sometimes played Oscar the Grouch. If you recall, every once in a while, they would have Oscar walking, and basically they would have a trash can costume with legs sticking out of it, like green legs. And mm -hmm. sometimes that was tattoo. Huh. Did not know that. He was fired from cool. Fantasy Island for demanding the same salary as Ricardo Montalban. And he also, it probably didn't help that he regularly propositioned women on the set also. Probably. And then in, no. I, I guess he had some chronic health problems. I don't know if it was related to his dwarfism or not, but he uh, committed suicide in 1992. I think it was 92. Huh. There is a, an interesting biopic about Hervé Villachet where Peter Dinklage plays Hervé Villachet. That is correct. It's Ooh. on the Netflix, I believe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. At the end of our regular regular categories, we've got Kells with 150, Andy with 142, and Devo with 120. I'm hanging around. Come back. I told you, man. He's the comeback hey. kid. So I don't know if you noticed, but I haven't had any geography questions lately. So oh I have here in my hot little hands a list of the top 20 most populous cities in France as of 2013. It probably hasn't, the order probably hasn't changed that much since then. And I just need you to name me any 10 of those 20 for 10 points each. And I'll give you a couple of minutes to do it. Oh, duh. Trivia Nugget. France has more time zones than any other country in the world. Yep. Really? Yes. No. Yes. Because, oh, because of the colonies? Territories is what they call them. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're colonies. Let's be clear. Okay. Pencils down. Let's start at the back. Devo, what do you have? I'm not real happy, but I've got some something. Uh, I've got Paris, of course. Uh, I've got Calais. I've got Ooh. Toulouse. I've got Nice. I've got 
the uh, I've got Albertville, which had the Olympics. I'm almost positive that's a village, so that's the only reason I thought of it. Um, I have Bordeaux, which I think is a region and not a city, but you never know. I have Champagne, which is a, I think a region, not a city. It's a region. Um, I have Verdun, and I have oh. Cannes for the film festival. Okay. And that's what I got. Andy, what do you have? Uh, Paris. I think everybody's going to start with Paris. Uh, Lyon. Nice. Oh, right on. Good. Uh, Strasbourg. Dijon. Uh, Rouen. It was, what was that one? Cannes. Hang on, slow down. Brest. No, Cannes. That. C-A-N-N-E-S. Before that. I think. Before that. And after that? After Dijon. Uh, no. Oh, before that, I'm sorry. Uh, Rouen. Can you spell it? I don't know Ruin? what you're saying. Ruin. R-O-U-E-N. Okay. I think that's who I wrote it down as. Okay. Yeah. So after that. Ruin. After Ruin, I have Cannes, Brest, and Marseille. Okay. Else. And I tapped out. All right, to change it up a bit, I have uh, Tour, have Con, Bordeaux, Toulouse, Normandy, Dijon, Orleans, Nice, Lyon, and Patty. Give me a minute here. So, Devo, I've got you correct with Paris, Toulouse, Nice, and Bordeaux. Calais, Alberville, Champagne, Verdun, and Cannes is not correct. So I got four. Andy? Yeah, I got four for you. Okay. Andy, you were correct with Paris, Lyon, Nice, Strasbourg, Dijon, and Marseille. And in fact, okay. you all of the all of the six that you got correct were in the top ten. Paris obviously is the biggest, and then Marseille and Lyon, and then uh, Toulouse and Nice. Nobody got Nantes, 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 N-A-T-N-A-N-T-E-S. Nantes. Strasbourg, Montpellier, and Bordeaux was number 10. So anyway, I got 60 for Andy. Uh, Kells, you missed Tour and Cannes, Normandy and Orléans, but you got Bordeaux, Toulouse, Dijon, Nice, Lyon, and Paris for six. Which brings our final totals to Deva with 160, Andy wow. with 202, and Kells 210. Oh, that one stings a little. Skin bit. of the teeth. So, so close. So close. It was anybody's game except for Davos. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) Wow! (laughs) Sorry, game. That's okay. Great game. Well, congratulations on your blue belt, Kells. Thank you. Thank you, Zach. Kells, well earned. Much appreciated.
So, so what are the overall standings? Oh, the overall standings we have blue belt, uh, blue belt Kells, orange belt Devo, and yellow belt Andy. Uh, and so that's three to, to translate that into numbers that that normal people would understand. That's three wins for Kells, two for Devo, and one for Andy. That's four wins for Kells. Yeah, four for Kells. Four to two. Yellow, to orange, one. green. Yeah. Wow. Damn. Kells is opening up a bit of a lead, but I feel confident that next week I won't have to answer any more questions about the Louvre. <laughs> well, you know how I love the French after four semesters of French. Yeah, you're a Francophile at heart. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> hey, all you cats and kittens. Like what you hear? Listen to the show on your favorite podcast app. You can also tweet at us if that's your groove at Ladle Bray. We're also on Facebook at Bray Ladle Productions. And you can look us up on YouTube. And if you're feeling it, we have a website, brainladletrivia.com. And if you got a little money and you think we're funny, why don't you kick us some, honey, at our Patreon. Peace, love, and soul. So from everybody here at the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast, this is Davo with Blue Belt Kells. Au revoir. Mes amis. Yellow Belt Andy. Au revoir, little brainers. And Sensei Neil. Ooh la la. <laughs> Signing off. <laughs>